Oh man, Josh is gone. And now I can talk all I want. But if only I had someone cool to talk to. How about me? Perfect. No, no, no. Say. I say that. What? I say that. This is my podcast. No, now. no, 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 no. Josh is gone. <laughs> therefore, Drew, number two, is in charge. Welcome to Nothing to Say with Josh and Drew. Josh is gone again because he does things. Yeah. He, he does interesting things. He goes to cool places. He goes to cool places. So he's uh, he's coming back tonight, but. Where is he now? I have no idea. Mm, word. But uh, so I got, I brought in my favorite guest. You know him. You love him. He is Diet Drew. Hey. hey. <laughs> and uh, welcome to... Nothing's- wait, 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 wait. I'm not Diet Drew. You're <laughs> Diet Drew. <laughs> Thank you. I can't believe I just like accepted that. <laughs> Get out of here. Yeah. Uh, so welcome to episode 16 of Nothing to Say with Josh and Drew, or episode two of Talking with Myself. Yeah. With Drew yeah, and Drew. That's cool. I like that. This is the second time we've done this uh, Drew and Drew episode, and uh, I'm happy to do it again. Same. So uh, what's been going on, man? How you doing? How am I doing? Well, I think I got a minor concussion yesterday, so that was kind of crazy. Oh, yeah. You got into a little bit of a Yeah, I got rear-ended, and I hit my head. So tell me the story. I didn't hear the story. So oh. you sent me a couple texts, but tell me the story. Basically, I was in traffic, stop and go. And uh, this lady was riding really close to me for a while. And the car in front of me stopped short. So I slammed on my brakes, did not hit them, but the lady behind me hit me. She was cool about it. She's like, I'm sorry, I was looking at my GPS. So it wasn't like, you know, she was blaming me for anything, which was cool. And uh, my parents strongly urged me to go to the ER, as parents do. I got the CT scan. They said my CT scan looked great. So look great. Yeah. I was like, okay, sick. But the nurse thought that I might've had like a minor concussion and it was kind of, I don't know. It was almost kind of funny. Cause like, I just felt really loopy. I wasn't in a bad mood at all. The nurse was like, when, when did the accident happen? And I just looked at her and I was just like smiling and I was just like, uh, and it took me so long. Cause like, I was just happy. Just like not speaking. <laughs> it was weird. That is um, weird. Yeah, like it was almost like being high or something, or like really, really sleep deprived, and you're just happy. And I was just kind of chilling. So that's how football players feel all the time, huh? Yeah, it's a pretty sweet life. Wow. You know? <laughs> but uh, in terms of of the car, are you going to get it fixed? Yeah, yeah. It's just like cosmetic damage. It's not crazy, but it doesn't look good. You know? Yeah. yeah. So yeah, you have to you have to show me after. Dude, I got to get the neck brace for the ladies. You know. Oh, yeah. All the sympathy. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So anyways, uh, just like we did last time, I want to I keep the conversation on our favorite subject, which is music. What's going on in music? We're going to throw in a new Drew Song review. Cool. We're going to talk about some cool stuff. Starting with, it's been 20 years, count them, 20 years since mm. Backstreet Boys' I Want It That Way came out. That is so crazy. 
It was released 20 years ago Friday. So it's Sunday now, so a couple days ago. 20 years ago. Damn. So looking back on that song, what do you think about now? What do you think about it now? Hmm. Well, first of all, what did you think about boy bands when they were new and fresh? Mm. At least for us. Yeah, I was going to say for us. I was totally into them. Really? Yeah. I had... I mean, I was in like elementary school and I remember Disney would like have these concerts and they did NSYNC and Backstreet Boys and I I had cassettes of both groups. Really? Yeah. Yeah. I you lo- had them? Yeah, I did. Not your sister. I mean, she listened to them too, but like I had a cassette that I would listen to on my own. No kidding. Yeah. Yeah. I liked them. I liked everything that was like, I remember I had a Will Smith cassette. Mm. Like, just whatever was popular, I liked. And then, I don't know, at some point, I w- it just became, like, the least cool thing ever. Sure, yeah. You know? Yeah. So, and I actually remember I was online, and I saw something, and it was, like, a parody of I Want It That Way. And instead of I Want It That Way, it's Which Backstreet Boy is Gay? <laughs> <laughs> which Backstreet Boy is gay? And uh, that's funny. That's funny. Yeah, but when it was happening, I liked it, and I think now uh, it's it's kind of interesting that I think Backstreet Boys, in retrospect, were so much more like adult oriented musically than In Sync. You think they were? Oh yeah, Backstreet Boys. A lot of their songs just were at that same super mid level. You know, you know, mm-hmm. same thing with like. Uh, quit playing games with my heart. Do you remember that song? Yeah, mm-hmm. like similar tempo, just like easy listening. Yeah, I guess. Know? I guess if you if you think about it, yeah, that is. Yeah, it was very adult contemporary. Yeah, ish. But like in sync was like a lot more young. That's true. A lot more rhythmic. The production, even though it was like the same guy, like Max Martin was like doing both of them. In sync was just a lot more. There was a little bit more edge to them. Yeah. And, uh, mm-hmm. I used to like, like, and back then, I, I liked Backstreet Boys more. Like, I, I picked a side, you know? Yeah, yeah. Oh, everyone picked a side. Everyone yeah. picked a side. I think I, think I was also on, on Backstreet Boys. I don't know. Maybe NSYNC might have been, like, too too edgy, mm. you know? But, <laughs> yeah. I, but I remember... I, rem- I did like them both, though. But what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I remember just all the mocking that would happen. All the boys would be just mocking all the girls for, eh, Backstreet Boys, you know, just making fun. Mm. And... Yeah, I mean, I think I think my own adolescence and puberty, I think, kept me kept my ears immune to ever liking them, mm. at least at that time. And it's not until you know I hear you know the pop music of now, and I'm like, man, that was those were the days when pop music was. I mean, you know, to each their own, but it it was really it was really good. Mm. The Backstreet Boys and In Sync in this time. And man, yeah, I can't believe it's been 20 years. Yeah, that's crazy. I wait, can you scroll up a little bit on that image of them? Yeah, it's funny. They, uh, yeah, they look pretty good for having yeah, aged 20 and, years. So, and this was also pre internet, you know? What's your point about that pre internet? It's a good, it's a good question. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm not sick. <laughs> Oh, that's what the that's what the uh, the caption says, but you know, but at that time, I mean, you know, you couldn't really share music. You had to buy 
the the cassette or the CD, mm, and true. you had to go to the concerts. You couldn't. You had to watch MTV to see their videos. Yeah, you know, like it was just it was simpler back then. Yeah, slash more profitable back then for <sighs> for these guys. Man, yeah. <laughs> Good luck making money in music now. Now, what about now? Are you still on Team Backstreet Boys, or are you? Have you switched? I've switched. I was actually listening to NSYNC the other day. What's funny is, I think Backstreet Boys put out more consistently good albums. Like, NSYNC put out their, I think it was self-titled. And then they put out No Strings Attached. Which, to me, is like the pinnacle of, besides Michael Jackson, it's like the pinnacle of like pop writing and production. Mm. And then they put out another album. I think it was called Celebrity. It had that song Pop on it. Oh, yeah. Dared Pop. Yeah. Maybe you can't stop. I thought that album was really bad. I was really? listening to it the other day. I was like, this is just not good. And I didn't like it that much when it came out either. By the time it came out, I was like kind of over boy sure. bands. Sure. But yeah, that was interesting. I think Backstreet Boys were just like, they were always pretty vanilla. That's how I would describe them. Oh, yeah. But they were yeah. like consistently good vanilla, I think. Yeah. You know, yeah. no edge at all. Did NSYNC have edge though? I mean, for 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 the boy band times, I think they did. Hmm. Just in the in the music itself, like I think the song "No Strings Attached." Like I remember it. It was like it was just like more rhythmic and just like I don't know. There was more edge to it. Sure, Backstreet Boys were just you know what I mean. So. Yeah, that alone gave them more edge, I yeah. think. Analysis from a drummer is always about the beat. Always, always. Always about the beat and the rhythm. <laughs> Can't help it. Yeah. So what else is going on now is it's Coachella. Mm. Now, have you ever been to a music festival? Um, I've been to like small ones. Like I haven't been to Bonnaroo or anything that... I haven't been to a festival that anybody listening or you would have heard of. Okay. You know? So I haven't had that experience. Would you go to one? <sighs> Reluctantly. Reluctantly. <laughs> like if I had a group of friends that were going and they were like, you got to go, I'd probably go. So but, if you just got to tag along to someone else's plans, you'd consider it? Yeah. I just, I don't know. Like, yeah. What is it? Like, why haven't you been to a festival? I think a little bit of it is like social anxiety. I think just being around a whole bunch of people. And a lot of the acts at these festivals, I think, just suck. <laughs> and I have to be around the type of people who even like those acts, I don't like. So <laughs> I'm just like, oh, God. You know, if I got to pick all the bands and I got to pick who went to the festival. <laughs> you know, but but I don't know. Did you ever go to Warp Tour? No, actually. Neither did I. And that, I I don't know, back then... I just, I didn't go to a lot of shows. I li I was listening to everything, but I just, I would get anxious, like, in big crowds like that. Yeah. So, I never went, but I kind of wish I did, you know? I never went to Warp Tour either, but I think Warp Tour, isn't that, I mean, is it over a weekend? Is it, could it be considered a festival, or is it just a one-day event? Hmm. That's a really good, a really good point. I, I think you would have to define festival by, like, multiple days. If it's right. just if it's just one day, and I feel like Warp Tour was just one day, but I don't know though because it's like, you know, there was like Mayhem Festival, which is like a metal thing, but mm -hmm. that's just one day. 
Yeah, I don't know. So Cause I, okay, because if if like may like I went to Mayhem, that was one day. So I guess if that's if we consider that a festival, then I have been. But I've never been to a festival where you stay overnight sure. and consume copious amounts of psychedelic drugs. I mean, is that what that's still what these are still about? You know, like are people I think so still getting really high and really drugged out at Coachella and Bonnaroo? Bonnaroo, definitely. Coachella, I don't know. I heard that Coachella is so expensive now, it's just like only rich kids can afford it. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's just kind of a weird... People don't go for the music, they go just for the Instagram photos. Sure. And, you know. Well, exactly. I mean, that's. I was I was looking at some article before you arrived, and, and it was like, oh, who attended? Who was at Coachella? And it's just like, it's almost like a red carpet event. Yeah, exactly. You know? Exactly. But for me, for me, these festivals, they never appeal to me because i don't know i'm maybe i'm just not as big of a music fan as i think i am because the idea of spending three days listening to a concert (laughs) just sounds awful to me like two days of nothing but listen watching a damn concert it just it just doesn't appeal to me like to me a concert is four or five hour block of your day Mm. you're in you enjoy it you're out you know but the idea of like camping porta potties <laughs> yeah people stinking you know like that's just i just don't see the appeal yeah i i just also i feel like i would have really bad fomo if i went because at bonnaroo as far as i know i don't think the music ever stops or if it stops it stops from like 4 a.m to 8 a.m or something so i would just be almost like fuck i gotta see this band Oh no, I'm missing this other band. Oh, I got to stay up and see this band. Yeah, that's, you know, that's actually like, another good point is, is I guess maybe that's, well, no, because Warped Tour did that. It's just like the multi-stage thing. I mean, obviously you don't want to sit through every single act to get to the one act you're there for or whatever, but yeah, but I don't know, like just like multi-stages, you know, the fact that you could be in, in one area of the, of the park and then an artist that you want to listen to is on like two different stages. Or you know, not one artist, but yeah, but yeah. Uh, you know, two different artists you want to listen to are two different stages. I think that becomes a big problem. But I definitely, I definitely agree with the the social anxiety. Yeah, I don't see many introverts going to this. I mean, I'm not saying you're an introvert or whatever, but yeah, I don't know. I just, I just think some of these music festivals are intimidating. Yeah, that's a good word. They are, they are, because it's just, I don't know. I feel even if I'm not, I feel judged. Yeah, you know, yeah, or I just feel yeah. like I don't belong in here. Yeah, you know. And then also, I agree with you that it's like I feel like there is a stereotype of the kind of person that goes to music festivals. Yeah, and that stereotype, I'm not a particular fan of. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and and you know, each festival has a different stereotype. Sure. Like, oh yeah, Coachella sounds either just like high school kids who just want to, you know, that's the thing. And obnoxious rich LA people that should not exist. Well, it's also it's like this is Coachella is super West Coast. Yeah, you know. Yeah, and then like Bonnaroo is I don't know. I don't want to call it Southern, but even though it is Southern, so it's, I don't know. I think it's a lot less pretentious still, which is great. Maybe you call it like Midwest. Yeah, maybe is Bonnaroo like Midwest? I guess Midwest Midwest hippies. <laughs> It's more genuine hippies. Genuine you know, hippies, Coachella's yeah. Coachella's like rich hippies. 
Where's like the New York festival? Which, which one's that one? Where's like the East Coast festival? There's like um like punk festivals, like Warp Tour type festivals. I don't know if they're festival, but there's shows. What is it? Like surf and skate or something? I forget what it's called. That's as far as I know the type of stuff that is popular up there. Yeah. So the reason I bring up Coachella is because I see this this article that I'm that I have about it, how Ariana Grande was the headliner this year. Okay. And uh, last year, I guess it was a uh, it was Beyonce, and and Beyonce had apparently a legendary two hour performance that included a Destiny's Child reunion, and and there's even a documentary, like a Netflix documentary about it. About the reunion, or about just the whole performance, or about that performance, or there's going to be a documentary about it. Mm. And uh, you know, Ariana Grande is very famous, very very famous, very very overrated. And potentially overrated if you oh, believe come on. that. Just admit it. Well, I know I agree with you. Okay, I agree good. with you, but I'm not gonna <laughs> I'm not gonna make that statement as fact. I will. Okay, thanks. And uh, and then they they talk about old rivalries, old rivalries of the past. Mm. I mean, not that I see Ariana Grande and Beyonce being rivals. I mean, they're not musical rivals in any way, but I think that they both have this image of like being a queen. And so it's like, who's a bigger queen? Sure. Who slays more? Yeah. You know? Yeah. So, so it has a bunch of, a bunch Wait, of images. Wait, by the way, who do you like more? Ariana Grande. Really? Yeah. <laughs> You're Beyonce? Yeah, definitely. I think that Beyonce is just a much more captivating performer. And I just feel like she has so much more soul. Uh, Ariana Grande is just a child to me. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, she kind of is like... Beyonce has been around for probably as long as the Backstreet Boys. Yeah. I don't know. I just think that Beyonce has a lot more. She's just got more soul. Okay. I mean, I don't I don't agree or disagree with you on that one. I just I just like Ariana Grande's voice more. That's that's, that's fair. about the extent of it. <laughs> Word. And uh and I think I like her songs more too. Or the songs written for her. Excuse me. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, so old rivalries. One of the classic ones. Let's do this rapid fire. Britney Spears versus Christina Aguilera. Christina Aguilera's voice. Christina or Britney Spears' personality. Really? Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. Christina Aguilera seems kind of cunty. Oh, whoa. Sorry. Dropping the big words. <laughs> dropping the big C words. Okay. Sorry. That, that, that's, that's super harsh. Um, yes. I mean, I mean, even in that picture that you have pulled up. Look. Christine, or Britney Spears is like genu- genuinely happy. Yeah. And Christina Aguilera <laughs> looks is just sarcastic. Like, she looks she looks pissed. <laughs> yeah, she looks so sarcastic. Yeah. Yeah. No, I agree. And obviously, yeah, we all know who has the better voice. There's no question. There's yeah. zero question about who has the better voice between those two. But I am with you that I would much rather have dinner with Britney. Like I'd rather yeah. sit down and have a conversation with Britney than I would Christina. Yeah. You know, Christina now. The amount yeah. of plastic surgery and Botox. Yeah, she, she looks weird. Looks weird. She looks weird. Poor thing. Um, here we go. So American Idols, Kelly Clarkson, Carrie Underwood. Kelly Clarkson. Why? I just like her music better. Just like her music better. Yeah, since you've okay. been gone. Good song. Yeah. What what other songs does she have? I I actually like Carrie Underwood more. Because Carrie Underwood is like, I don't know, she just has that Reese Witherspoon, America's sweetheart. Like done nothing wrong in her life. I feel like Kelly Clarkson has some skeletons in her closet. Really? Yeah. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. I I could just see that. 
I could see that being a thing. Like I could imagine she has like she has demons. Carrie Underwood, I think, would just do no wrong ever. Wow. Very interesting. Yeah. I think Carrie Underwood's prettier, but Yeah, I just like wait, but what are some other Kelly Clarkson songs? I don't remember. Um Since You've Been Gone. Oh, Walk Away. I like that song. Walk Away, yeah. Yeah. I just like I just like the pop stuff more sure. than sure. the country stuff. Sure. Okay. Here we go. Here's a newer one. Nicki Minaj and Cardi B. Cardi B. (laughs) For those listening, uh, Drew didn't know who either person was in the photo. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, No, honestly, when I first saw this image, I was like, wait, is that not the same person? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Just just because like they're like profile shots. Yeah. You know, they're kind of at a distance. You know, they're not like super... Super clear showing facial features, but yeah, yeah. Cardi B, Nicki Minaj, go. If I had to pick, I guess it'd be Cardi B, just because I really don't like Nicki Minaj. Really? Yeah, and uh, Cardi B, Nicki Minaj is threatened by Cardi B, so I'm like, all right, the enemy of my enemy is my friend. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but I think that I don't think that either one of them contributes anything to the world. Okay. Other than you know mindless nonsense. Sure, so, sure. You know. I'm on Team Nicki. Why I like that? I like Nikki. I just I just like her rapping style. I just think it I think when it came out, like I just think it was like original. And I don't know if Cardi B is more of an emulator or an innovator. And yeah. so I will say Nicki Minaj is pretty creative. She's got bars, as the kids say. Yeah. Uh I just don't like her personality. So Okay. That's fair enough. Uh one that's not on here, Taylor Swift, Katy Perry. Katy Perry, for sure. Yeah. Why? Yeah. Taylor Swift doesn't have a song I would ever enjoy. And Katy Perry has... Many. Hot, huh? Many. I wouldn't say many, but she has more than Taylor Swift. Okay. Hot and Cold. I don't know if that's what it's called, but I like that song a lot. Teenage Dream. Uh, I like uh, Firework. I think Firework's Firework, a great yeah. song. Yeah. Great song. Although the, the weird sexual thing in it is kind of weird. And Firework? Yeah. What's the what's mm-hmm. the sexual thing? Mm-hmm. Uh. What what's the note? Make him go. Uh uh uh. That's like, that's super sexual. I don't think so. Oh come on, just listen to it. Okay, man, man, probably. <laughs> yeah, no, you're um, probably right. But I mean, I still think it's a great song. I know that she has something else that I like. I don't know. I'd have to think about it. But what about Prince or Michael Jackson? Ooh, that's a good question. I'm not. I don't know so much Prince stuff. So. I don't think I'm really qualified to stick up for him. Well, knowing each of their hits, you know, uh, definitely Michael Jackson. Word, you know, I'd like Prince. Prince's hits, Purple Rain. I don't know. I I just I don't feel soul. I don't have a soul, so I don't feel soul. Touche. You know, so like Prince's stuff is more soulful, and Michael Jackson to me is more like entertaining mm. like, i don't know i don't know how else to describe it interesting but yeah i just i don't feel what people feel for purple rain so it's just like this is like eh, it's okay mm. to me yeah i think purple rain is just like it's a good song but i wouldn't even like if someone had never heard prince i don't even think i would play them purple rain and i haven't gone super deep in his catalog yet i just started the other day but i'm really really enjoying it really yeah I mean, I always liked him. I think a, he has more songs that are hit or miss for me. Like, 
for Michael Jackson, it's almost every single song I like. But after seeing Leaving Neverland, I mean, I still want to... I'm still kind of on the fence about his guilt or innocence. But in my mind, I'm like, I need a, I need a new musical hero for a while. I heard <laughs> that that documentary got pulled off uh, HBO. Yeah, there's something going on with it. Like, I don't know. They're not airing it as much as they were going to. I think it's still streamable, but they've they've edited it subsequent to the release because they got some stuff wrong. Oh, really? Yeah. Mm. Weird stuff. There's a lot of shady people involved with that documentary. Sure. I've done a lot of research on it, but even still, in my mind, I'm like, I need somebody else to idolize <laughs> who isn't accused of such things. <laughs> so I just... I kind of have been going on a Prince deep dive. Okay. Okay. And uh, I think he's so creative. Like even the songs I don't like are just so quirky and interesting. I'd recommend it, man. Okay. So now I think it's time to bring back a old segment, a favorite segment. Drum roll. It's time for. All right, so welcome to Drew's Song Reviews. What's up? Talking with <laughs> Myself Edition. <laughs> so, what are we going to review today? Today, because uh, the K pop group BTS has made their Saturday Night Live debut, I thought it would be appropriate for us to listen to the song that they played and then get Drew's very special review. All right. So that was the live version. Yes. I wanted to play the album version, but you insisted on the live version. Yeah. So here it is. True's review. Go ahead. Oh, man. That was so underwhelming. Underwhelming. Okay. Oh, God. Yeah. I mean, I just, I was expecting so much more. I've been hearing about these guys for a long time. Yeah. They're, yeah, they're huge. They are huge. And why is there seven of them? <laughs> like it doesn't make any sense like and oh, but know, that's that's k-pop though like the girl groups have like some of them have like 11 people okay you well, know like seven is not that much <laughs> fair <laughs> like yeah. they come in all shapes and sizes well they come in pretty similar shapes and sizes <laughs> okay but uh uh yeah it was just i don't know First of all, with seven people, you're just going to be less in sync. Sure. Like, pun intended. Like, the dancing was really mediocre. It didn't look well rehearsed. Well, like, hold on. This is not Drew's dance reviews. <laughs> I'm reviewing the performance. <laughs> okay. Um, that is true, though. It's not Drew's dance reviews. But, uh, I mean, the song? That was stupid. You had a verse, a chorus, and then a rap, and then a chorus, and then a verse, and then a... And then a, sorry, 
you had a verse, a chorus, a rap, a chorus, a verse, a chorus, a rap, and a chorus. I just thought it was dumb. I don't know. I don't know, but can you can you say it's dumb if you don't really know like what it's what the what they're saying? Sure. Like it's it's a dumb it's a dumb arrangement. Yes, absolutely. Okay. I, I thought the chorus was kind of catchy. I kind of like it, but it just seemed like you know how like you can buy like knockoff products made in China. Yeah, that's what this is. It's a knockoff. A knockoff of what? Boy bands. Of American boy bands. Of American boy bands. Okay. Of American pop music. It was it was but a cheap imitation. But that's why I wanted to play the album version. So you don't you're not hearing any mistakes or whatever. You're hearing like <sighs> what it actually is. Okay, should we do that? And just like Alright. Yeah, yeah. I want to play the play the album version. Okay, fine. Alright, so now you just heard some of half of the uh the album version. Yeah. Uh it's better than the live version. Better than the live version. Yes, um, that's obvious. But <laughs> But uh, my opinion is... Stays the same. Yeah, I, I don't like the arrangement. I do like the melodies a lot, and I, I think it's it's pleasant. But uh, I'm just still pretty underwhelmed by it. I don't think I could ever... I, I couldn't listen to it. Couldn't listen to it. I mean, it's not that I couldn't, but I wouldn't, you know? Okay. I, I, have, a, I have a pop 2019 playlist, but this wouldn't make the playlist. Okay. You know? Okay. What do you think of it? What do I think of it? <sighs> When I first listened to K-pop, I had low expectations. Understandable. But I have to say that I think K-pop is way better than A-pop. I think I think that this I would listen to this all day every day then have to listen to American Pop Top 40. That is a very good point. Like K-pop 2019 is a lot closer to the pop that we were listening to back yeah. then. Mm-hmm. Well, also what I what I like about K-pop is that they're not afraid to to do different things. What do you mean? What I mean by that is like for example, this one like the instrumentation. Like they have a lot of like 80s keyboards. Yeah. A lot of like 90s sounds. You know, like they're not afraid to and like this particular song, you know, is what it is. But there's like other songs from other groups that, you know, like it could be, it sounds modern in one section, it sounds vintage in another section, right? You know, like they'll do things that like American pop just like won't do because yeah. like it's so 2000 late. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so I like that. So it's just it's just I like that K-pop. It, it's it's just they'll do so much more. Yeah. Than They're, than the Americans will. Yeah, I think that. They are a lot, and this is to their credit, they're a lot less concerned with if they look cool. Yes. You know? Yeah. Like, okay, I think I'm, I'm, I'm having an insight here. Okay. The thing that makes pop enjoyable is its shamelessness. Like, I think why a lot of people like Taylor Swift is because she doesn't try to be cool. Yeah. She's just like fun and like I'm... She's kind of goofy. Yeah. And like nobody thought, at least I don't think, nobody thought NSYNC was cool. True. They were super, super popular, but they weren't, I mean, they were as cheesy as could be. Right. You yeah. know? And I feel like a lot of pop artists now, it's not It's not fun. It's like they take themselves very seriously. Well, you know, and, and go, going back to NSYNC, like- who was the serious one? J.C. Chazé. 
Was he the serious one? I don't know. I, don't know. I think he was. And where is he now? And who? I mean, granted, who was the goofy one? Well, that was Chris Kirkpatrick with the pineapple head. And he's not doing much either. <laughs> you know, so I don't know. I mean, yeah, but I, I definitely agree with what you're saying. Yeah, like, like, who's really big in pop right now? Billie Eilish? Yeah. I mean, and she's like oh, yeah. as serious as, as, serious as they get. Yeah. You know, and you could just, and like with an image like that, you you don't smile. Like you take yourself seriously. Yeah, exactly. You know? Yeah. Um, but this is so happy-go-lucky. Yeah. And so to their credit, you know, I don't know. I think I think my mind is changing already about this. Like, because <laughs> it's nice to see and hear a group that's just like happy you know <laughs> well, and things it's not even a group this is a genre right right you know i mean this they just they don't take themselves seriously especially and another thing that that k-pop does is they try to have as ridiculous of a music video as possible like that's oh, that's really? part that's of that's part of the genre is to oh, be okay. have that's a cool. ridiculous music video as yeah. big and absurd as possible yeah like you know even ariana grande like I just get the vibe that she takes herself so yeah. seriously. And you know why? You it's know annoying. why? You know why I get that that vibe from her? Because like mo- a lot of her music is so sensual and sexual. You know, like and that's a, just weird. A, a lot of pop music is that way. Like it's so sexual and sensual mm. that you can't be not so serious. You have to be serious. You know. Yeah, I guess that's a good point. I think a lot of pop when we were growing up just wasn't that way yeah like hansen yeah. bop yeah you know it was just happy music yeah it was fun fun music um spice girls yeah all those groups it was just yeah happy yep so uh interesting well then uh so what's what's your final rating for this song uh well after this conversation my rating has evolved i would have given it like a two based on the performance but after this conversation i'll give it a seven Oh wow! Look at that—a yeah. five-point jump. Yeah, man, that's a big jump. That's a big yeah, jump. man, and that's you know, my mind can be changed. <laughs> that's right, and I think that's the moral of today's podcast. Yeah, that everyone's mind can be changed and enjoy music, whatever you like, just like it. You know, we're not we're not here to judge. Drew and Drew are not here to judge you. Amen. Amen. And uh, on that note, I think that's enough for today. Thank you, Drew, for filling in for Josh. Thank you for having me. You're very welcome. This has been Talking With Myself, number two, on Nothing To Say with Josh and Drew. I'm Drew. He's Drew. He's Drew. Have a great day. See you. Later.